Uh, I just believe in the process, and we're, we're going to win going through the process. Now, Bill's Mafia. It's time for the main event. So sit back and enjoy the show. Bill's Mafia, welcome to the Red, White and Buffalo Blues, the UK Bill's podcast, Bill's News with a UK Twist. And we come to week 14, a very intriguing matchup. It's a high-powered defense in the Bills versus a high-powered offense in the Bucks. Week 14, make or break maybe for the Bills. Has, it has very bad consequences if we lose and really takes the playoffs out of our hands. But a win will do us the world and power of good. Matt here. Going solo as Alex is actually um is actually busy. Hopefully he'll be back for the reserve um for the reserve game, <laughs> the review game um and uh, on a Monday or Tuesday. So let's get cracking. Let's get previewing. Bucks Bills Raymond James Stadium nine twenty five UK time. Make sure if you're in London, head down to the Fitzrover Bell. They'll be hosting the game. Meet fellow Bills fans. Let's get cheering and let's get loud. It's it's going to be a crucial match. And let's hit up the tail of the tape. We've got the Bills offense, which is ninth overall in team yards with 376 yards per game. Their eighth overall in pass yards with 259.3 yards per game. 13th, incredibly, as we don't have probably have a run game, with uh, 116.7 yards per game rushing. And fifth overall in points per game with 28th. On the flip side, the Bucks offense and their grades are team yards 403.7 yards per game, which is second. 311.1 yards per game pass yards, that's first. Again, another surprising one given how good Leonard Fournette's actually been. The rush yards are only 25th in that with 92.6 yards per game but they are first in points per game with 31.4 points put up per game so a very different blend on this offense but it clearly is going to be one on offense and how well this each defense can actually solve it i mean tell the tape for the bills defense first in yards allowed, we only allow 272.3 yards per game. We're first in pass yards allowed. In 100, we allow 165.3. Then again, remember, this is with Trey White last week. Mac Jones didn't really, wasn't really allowed to throw it. So we can't give a true reflection of what we will be without Trey White in there. We are 12th in rush, allow, rush yards allowed of 107.1. And second in points allowed by an offense of 16.3. On the flip side, we go to the Bucks and we go their yards allowed. They allow 332.8 yards per game, which ranks them 10th. They um, allow 248.4 pass yards per game, that ranks them 20th. Rush yards allowed, they're the best in this. They're joint first with um, 84.3. Rush yards allowed, and the 17th in points allowed with 22.5 points per game. So it really is 
going to be the matchup of the number one scoring and passing yards per game against the Bills. Strong. I would love. I would love to put the elite tag on there, but this run game really hasn't really put up anything to show that it is elite and it can carry us forward constantly. So it is a very very interesting matchup and. Let's go. We can just carry on so much from the Patriots game and what's been said during the week. I mean, are McDermott and Dable on the same um, page on how to run the offense? McDermott wants and craves physicality at the line, establishing the line of scrimmage and the threat to run. However, him and Bean didn't really get that done in the offseason. The majority of the starting five, so we go Dawkins, uh, Feliciano, Morse, Williams, and Spencer Brown. They are more of a pass, better in pass blocking than in the run game. We need to get linemen who like who like to run, like the run game and the run block more than pass block, and that's how really we can create that physicality on that line. There may be physical. Philosophical, philosophical differences between how McDermott has this vision, the ball wants to run it, the fact that they haven't really chosen the identity. We're identifying ourselves as a pass-first offense, but McDermott then wants us to go into the run game and be more physical in that line. This should have been decided at the beginning of the season. I think there could be a little bit of friction on there, but how do you fix it? I mean, it is the draft of free agent. McDermott's come out and said that they don't think they can actually fix this this offense, and we're just gonna have to marry through and ride off this um off this defense. And really, that's that that scares me because when you're fighting for for now. We're pretty much fighting for that last playoff spot. The way things are going at the moment, we've got Bucks, the Patriots next two games, then we've got the Panthers, the Falcons, and the um and the Jets. We need, and I said this in the previous show, we need to be one and one, really ideally, in the next two games to really think about cementing ourselves. As a um, as a playoff team this year, and it's something really that we need to look at. I mean, just put it this way: I can give you a stat. Take away the backups, playing the backups, the Bills are two and five against starting quarterbacks this season. So your actual starters, your number one guys. So obviously. The Texans had Davis Mills. They don't know who their starting um, quarterback is. Dolphins and Mike uh, Mike White. Uh, no, no, sorry, Jets and Mike White. Dolphins and um, and Brissett. We have faced teams that play their backups. Maybe that's the reason why our defense is that good. But then when we've looked to the likes of Mahomes, Tannehill, um. I wouldn't really say, I can't really put Mac Jones into that conversation because they didn't let him do anything. But when we've been put up against solid starters, a solid number one quarterbacks for each team, 
we've just not been able to live with them. We've actually gone backwards on there, and that's something that's got to worry. But it's going to be a bit of a, is it on a plus side? Us and the Cardinals are the only NFL teams not to allow a 300-yard passing game. However, Brady has six such games this season. Only Justin Herbert has more. So it is going to be interesting. And without Trey White, it is going to be a lot lot more difficult. We know what Brady is like with cornerbacks and how he can buy himself some time. And when you've got the likes of um, Chris Godwin, uh, Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski, even Leonard Fortunate, who actually can come out of the backfield on there. There is different elements, different profiles on there, and you're expecting both both um, Dane Jackson and Levi Wallace, not the elite guys that you can think of, to really take on these guys, these savvy veterans, and actually hold and not be fooled by Brady's play. And we had we had the news Star Lutelady is is out with the with a toe injury, which means now even more so we're gonna have to be more and more prepared in this run game because without Star, Jonathan Taylor ran miles for us. Okay, with Star, Damon Harris had one big run on there. But Fortunate has been a really good running back this year has pretty much been rejuvenated and having someone like him and what he's actually been able to produce and we've seen what Jonathan Taylor has actually um, produced and all these big rushing games that the Bills have done, the star is a huge miss and it's going to need Vernon Butler, Eli Ancudo, um, Effie Obada if he's actually playing, Ed Oliver, Harrison Phillips if he's... um if he's playing, which I don't think he we will be. Uh, we need these guys to step up and really suffocate that game. If we can do that, we can then look to try and apply the pressures. But it's going to be quite a tough game. I mean, the one thing we can look we can look favorably on in this game is is that we've only allowed eight passing touchdowns this season. And we've just given up three touchdowns to receivers in that twelve in the in in the twelve games we've played. But again, this was with Trey White in there. Hopefully, Mika Hyde and Jordan Poyer will be able to give that cover over the top and really help solidify that secondary. But we wouldn't. We definitely need a pass rush to at least put some pressure on we probably won't sack Brady or if not if we do we probably won't be that many times but if we can make him uncomfortable in that pocket I think that will be one of the keys to the game the other key really is go back go back to um passing let's bring the offense from from last year we saw how how Alan really let fly when he, when they had unpredictable play calling, when he had time to 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 um to deduce and actually um pick off the secondary. And yes, McDermott wants us to be a run, be more balanced, a bit more rough towards the run and physical in there. 
But let's play to the strengths of this offensive line. They're more pass blockers than they are run blockers. And Tampa Bay ranks 19th in the league of 20-yard pass plays allowed with 43 surrendered in their 12 games. Our offense has the 10th most completed plays of 20 or more yards with 41. You can see that they've got the plays in them. And please, let's see more Gabe Davis. We saw that stat last week where yeah, she was at 128.3 completion rating with Josh Allen when they threw to, to, to Gabe Davis. Get him involved a lot more. I mean, you've got to take advantage of the secondary of Tampa, which really have struggled and are really inconsistent. They, they sometimes flip it between man and zone, and they don't. And if you've got man-to-man, we know that Josh can play well. If, they get, if the offensive line could give him time, regardless if it's man-on-man or zone, if the Bucks blitz... If Buffalo and Spencer Brown, Deion Dawkins, and this offensive line can pick up that blitz, give Allen some time, we are going to add more to those completions. And really, we can really put the pressure on this on this Bucks defense. I mean, the one thing I say is go back to that game. I mean, yes, you've got you've got to keep the balance in there, have a few runs in there, but let's again, play to strengths I keep going back to it, go back and even speak to like the guys at cover one and all that and get, and obviously look at the all 22s look how when they do the, um, the pull and pinch and get the guards out there blocking in front, that really that opens up our run game that plays to our run game strength I mean Against the Patriots, Dable tried everything in the book, every type of zone or run in the book, and it did not have any effect on there. And if we can at least establish a game and a run game, even if it is Allen a bit more on the scramble, we can actually try and get something out of this game. I mean, you're looking at it, I say, we're, we're 13th overall in rush yards. Okay, about 90% of that is probably Josh Allen on there, but you've got a team that can run the ball, but they need to have the identity on there. However, with Bucks defense, them being joint first in rush yards allowed and weak in the bottom, bottom 12 for pass yards, you really want to target that pass game. Let's get everyone involved. Let's try and really stretch this game and put up the points straight away. I think that is the two main keys for this game. I mean, I'll, I'll leave you with some, with some stats before, we, uh, before I disappear on there. The Bills have, have actually made 1,244 more yards than they have allowed. Just saying that in front, we've gained 1,244 more yards than our defense has allowed. That is the best. The Bucks are second best. No other team are above plus 600. So we've got two 
teams that really will outgain opponents, whether it be on the ground, in the air, and all that. So it is key that we actually continue this. We try and limit the amount of turnovers because 80% NFL teams turning over the ball 80% of the time, win 80% of the time this season. And the Bucks and the Bills are both 6-0 and when they force more turnovers than they commit. We're fourth in the league with turnover margin at plus nine. The Bucks are sixth at plus eight. We limit the turnovers and gain more turnovers. We always say turnovers are the key. We manage that. We get more on our side. We we force more turnovers than we give away, and we can we can win. The one the Bills have actually struggled in one score games this season. With the 14-10 loss on, on Monday, the Bills were now 0-4 in those contests after going 5-1 and one in one-score games in 2020. Defense, offense, offensive struggles probably leading to that. Def- defense getting worn out because our offense can't, can't move. Who knows? But it's a worrying stat. And the Bills, in the last two seasons... Our perfect 10 and 0 when Josh Allen rushes for a touchdown and 21 and 3 in the past four years when he gets at least one score on the ground. Allen's even come out and said he he doesn't want to run, he wants to be more of a passer, but he's willing to run. And in the red zone, really, he makes that difference. And that's probably what we're missing. He wants to throw it more. Fair play, you're a quarterback, you need to throw it to your receivers. But if you've got Josh Allen athleticism in the red zone, do put it up on there. I mean, last season, our red zone scoring efficiency was 61%. This year, it's 58.8. We need to be better in this run game, in the red zone. If we can, If we can come away from the red zone with more points than we did last year, we had one... One red zone, one touchdown out of four attempts. We need to get seven points pretty much every time we go down. With this Bucks offense, build goals in the red zone are have got to be a no-no in there. So hence that's that's the tail of the tape. That's the key to the games on there. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a big game. And hopefully we can be on the right side of victory. Put the pressure on the Pats going into next week. As um, that will probably be the key game. If we can go, let's say, if we can go 1-1, one one, I'm not worried. If we go 2-0, and I'll be delighted. If we go 0-2, then you've got to be kind of be worried about it. And on that note again don't forget to head down to Fitzroba Bell uh, if you're in the London area to watch the um, watch the game with with fellow Bills fans like us on on Twitter at UK underscore Bills at RWBB underscore podcast Buffalo Bills UK on on Facebook on on YouTube uh, UK underscore Bills on Instagram make sure you give us a like a follow a share subscribe spread the word give us reviews review us on on 
on on on iTunes, on on the Play Store, anywhere that you can leave a five star review, a four star review, and and comment. We'd love to build this fan base up, and we've got we'll begin. We've got Christmas messages from from players coming out that we'll bring to you, and there's a lot more stuff. Hopefully, we'll try and be a bit more festive this Christmas. So, this Matt saying good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for listening. Let's go Buffalo Bills. Let's hope for a big win. Go Bills. Yeah, not us. You don't know anything about heart. You don't know anything about work. Huh? That's who we are. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills.